Welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Johnson, and with me, as always, who's a little upset with me because a part of the headphones fell off, is producer-slash-husband-slash-roommate, Norm Sousa. Norm, will you ever get over this and forgive me? No, I don't know if I will. Um, It's a piece of the headphones that you push the little button um, for it to stop and start. I don't know why I'm being blamed. I thought it was for volume. Yeah, for volume. Well, sorry. No, okay. (laughs) on perpetually loud i don't know where it went no it fell down somewhere is this grounds for divorce you're having bad headphone luck you lost your uh airpod under a piano underneath a player piano yeah um just so everybody knows if you have a piano nearby listen to that music instead of your own music in your airpod or it will suck it up and you'll lose it for good it rolled underneath and it was too dusty for you to grab and, and, and low. Well, it's going to be dusty forever. I'm going to get out of here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's how she does. Yeah. Norm, how are you feeling scale of one to ten? Oh, um, I like how I'm surprised by this after two <laughs> years. What? I oh, ask every okay. Time. Interesting. That's a weird choice. Huh. Um,. Yeah, I'm a little groggy this morning. Um, and that's affecting how you feel about yourself? Lo- yeah, long term. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, let's say I'm about a, let's say I'm about a five. Six. <laughs> it's almost a six. Yeah, I'm leaning towards. I'm feeling better than, no, I'm feeling average. Well, here's the thing. You went to bed early and we're about I to did. go for a hike. So these are two very positive things. Yeah, I did. We, we, went, we went to a friend's place, uh, Allison Rich, and we yep. had some dinner and uh, that was good tacos. Oh, yeah. I had a great time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was worn out afterwards. Yeah. And I had to lay down and go yeah, to bed. Yeah, but that's a big thing. Going to bed early, you usually stay up till like if it's 3 a.m. Like yeah, you stay yeah. up so late. What do you do in there other than missing me? Watching old movies. Um, Wondering mostly. what I'm up to? Sleeping. Uh, really, yeah, it hasn't really come across. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's weird. weird. But uh, yeah, I literally put in headphones similar to these ones, mm-hmm. actually. Are you as concerned about me as you are about the headphones? Um, or would you say it's the headphones more? Well, currently you seem fine. <laughs> but visually... Yeah, on the outside, the you didn't ask about me. clearly missing apart. <laughs> How do you know I'm not missing a part? You didn't even ask. Norm, <laughs> <laughs> how are you going to know you don't even ask me? I just I just literally sounded like a, a truck tire deflating. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, things are fine. Things are just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say this. In my opinion, things are on the up and up. Oh, okay. I, Prove it. <laughs> okay, well, going to bed early and going on a hike. This is the up and up. We're going to go, we're for, saying, yeah, we're gonna go for a hike later. Yeah, we're saying, you know, if you want to get in shape or feel better but mm-hmm. in, internally and everything like that. I'm like, yeah. these are two major things. And we've done pretty good because uh, we haven't... One thing that we used to do all the time that was bad that we stopped doing was ordering food all the time. Oh, my God, because it makes you feel terrible the next day. Like, mentally it's not even like oh if i feel bloated or this or that set all that aside because you can order and not feel that way but mentally you're like what am i doing why am i poisoning my body like this at midnight well because we can't do it we actually had today's guest i won't spoil it (gasps) it's lizzie Uh, what (laughs) 
Lizzie Cooperman. Two can play at this game. We had, she came by for dinner, and um, normally we would order a bunch of food, mm-hmm. uh, but we made food. And guess what? We're better people for it. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, I think so. Norm, I was journaling this morning, okay. as I do, about how much I miss you until you wake up. <laughs> and I woke up at, <laughs> at 8.15 this morning. I just missed you so much. <laughs> so I had to wake up at 6 and start my journaling for 2 hours and 15 minutes. Okay. Um, but I was journaling this morning saying, baby steps. I'm like, right. am I doing more for myself and to improve the way that I feel than I did Two weeks ago, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. So I have to, this is my therapist said this, that I have to practice in my journaling, acknowledging what's already being done. Because she said, all I'm doing, and you do this too, is make a list of what's not being done, what mm. hasn't happened yet, Smart. what needs to be done. That's bad. That it's, it's not, it's good to have goals and to like look forward to, to things, but it's like it's bad because we're robbing ourselves of what we're already doing. So we're discouraging yeah, that's ourselves. Maybe that's what maybe that in general is about is why my like um, my attitude vibe is always in the four or five zone. Oh, you've got a bad attitude. Yeah. Maybe I just got to like look at the positive and be like, oh, I'm a six, actually seven because of the things, some things I'm doing. and I'm ignoring all the things that I'm not. doing. OK, why don't we each say three things that are going well for us that we feel like we're doing a good job at so for example i will say for me i'm doing a good job at getting up and going in the morning even though i don't want to i'm like forcing myself to do things and get started okay um and normally i would dilly dally i i I would say all um yeah like things around the house uh oh there's a couple things no you've been doing great with stuff around see look you're doing it right now I'm like, yeah, well, wait a minute. You've been doing great around the the house. The the kitchen counters need to be caulked. (laughs) Yeah, I think we'll survive. Yeah, we'll be fine. Um, Okay, so that's one and one. Let me say one now. Let me think. (laughs) I think I'm doing a good job getting along with the dog. Just spending most of the intro just uh, thinking. Talking about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm doing a good job getting along with the dog. And I'm making an active effort to not be frustrated with her as much so it leaves the frustration out of me and that I carry around. Well, the dog has been much better behaved. No, Norm, it's my efforts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying you're, it's a, a, a cyclical. Anyway. Uh, okay, what's one of yours? Um, it doesn't have to be dog related. Nope. <laughs> but it can if you want to copy. Can I use the, the food one? Where yes, it's you can. Like, yeah, we, we've been cooking food at home, not eating junk food. Really. Okay. Okay, great. And my third one is that I, let me think. My third one <laughs> is that I didn't bail on a single plan this weekend oh, right. that that I made. I was last minute. We were last minute invited to some stuff that we couldn't make because <laughs> it wasn't in the plan. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying no, stuff I, I planned because normally I want to pull it back out big mm-hmm. time. So I'm really proud of myself that I did not do that. And I think that's a good thing I'm doing is not bailing on things. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I, I'll, I'll even, you know, we normally, it's so easy to be a homebody, but we've been being like, no, let's get out of here and do stuff. I think we're doing a so great we're job. we're getting better at that. That's Look at too. us go. Six things between us. Because everything about you I take on is my own. And I doubled up a lot of years as mine. <laughs> Shall we get to it? We might as well. Yeah. We've been boring the listeners to tears. Norm, I think this is good and inspirational. Oh. And we can edit it. Okay, everybody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't edit anything on this podcast. <laughs> let's get to it. 
we had a great time with her. It was such a nice catch up. We really, I'm talking about Lizzie. We really get into a lot in this podcast. So it's a bit of a whirlwind. It's ups and downs and everything. So she's a blast. She's a total blast. And I hadn't seen her in so long. So it was really nice to catch up. So everybody, please help me welcome Lizzie Cooperman right after this break. It's a self-esteem party. It's a self-esteem party. Lizzie, welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. We made it. I can't believe we're here. I truly... <laughs> uh, who knew life could be this good? I know. I know. <laughs> I can't believe because we tried to connect before. My computer fan was like... Ugh. Yeah, yes. you had a lot of uh, drama and audio issue, and it doesn't matter. We overcame all of it, and now we're here, and we're ready to talk. And can we get right into it? What do you say? I would love to do that, actually. Okay. I feel like I, I actually need this. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I do, too, because we need an episode for uh, Tuesday, oh. so this is perfect. <laughs> okay, scale 1 to 10 in terms of self-esteem. After that huge burn I just gave you, how you feeling? <laughs> I'm going to go 7. 7? Did you? Yeah. Is the, I don't know what, if that's good or bad though. That's just the number that's coming to me because I'm having two um, opposing two forces working against each other right now. Okay, because I was about to ask you, did you feel a seven all day, or is it like, for example, when I'm about to record, I feel a bit better because I'm very excited. And I like looking forward to something. So when I'm excited for a podcast, I'm like, okay, great. I'm feeling this. But then maybe earlier in the morning, I was like, ooh, I was more of a five this morning. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? I'm going to say feeling seven all day? I'm a resting seven face. Okay. <laughs> I would say I usually probably clock in at a seven. Okay. So seven today. So right uh-huh. on course. Yeah. Okay. What are kind the, of par can, for the course, but it, it is... It is fluid. Yeah. It's usually around a seven, but the components are shifting. Okay. What are the two? You said there's like kind of two forces. Yeah. Am I screaming? Because my right ear lobe is popped or my right eardrum. No, I don't hear you like screaming. My ear lobe is popped. <laughs> my ear lobe just okay, exploded. I think it's Help me. I, I just been having a lot of questions lately. Mm-hmm. Where's my life headed? Ooh, I feel like. I've been doing a lot of reflection. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> this just takes already. a depressing turn immediately. No, not at all. Don't even. I'm in a really even. bad place right now. <laughs> that on this podcast, that's everybody going tune in. Okay, okay. I've been in a reflective place. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Is anything working out? And kind of putting, tying my self esteem up into that, which I think is not great. Yeah, dangerous. Yes. I think I have too much right now tied into my career choices, my trajectory, my economic status, that it's like I need to find a way to, I need to start seeing myself through another lens or changing my idea of what success is. Okay. I've done so many self-help programs. Yeah, me too. I've done a lot of programs. Have you ever dipped into Tony Robbins? Here's the thing. I have not. I know he was. I know. Yeah. I've, I've definitely looked up a lot on YouTube, but I haven't um, read any books or okay. anything like that. No. Okay. Not. Kind of a controversial figure in some ways. But he talks about changing your idea and being like, I'm successful if I wake up in the morning and make coffee. Just say, that's... I'm successful. Well, in that case, call me the CEO of Crushing <laughs> It. 
So yeah, okay. he's saying if you change that, it gets you into a better state than going. I don't make five hundred thousand dollars a year, and therefore I'm a failure because that was what I thought I would make, and I didn't. And then you're living in this place of like unworthiness or feeling bad about yourself. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's let's flag that for follow up and move into that. I have a podcast right now that we've discussed. Yes. Where every week they vote on what I do next. It's like a choose your own adventure, but with my life. So this past week, the episode was called Three Calls or Miracles. It was, do I make three really hard phone calls that I don't want to make, like conversations I don't want to have on this drive to Nevada City, California? I know. Well, weirdly, so they voted the other way, which is miracles. And miracles was, do I try to manifest the items on my Amazon wish list? It was seven very simple items. There was even a trash can on there. And? And that would include doing this workshop with Abraham Hicks. Oh, I know Abraham Hicks. Okay. Esther Hicks, if you don't know who it is, it's like Esther Hicks channels who was married to this guy named Jerry Hicks, I believe. Okay. She channels this entity called Abraham, and it comes over her, and she begins to speak like in this kind of disjointed way. It smooths out eventually. It does smooth out, but the audio is definitely, if you go to the YouTube videos, it's like you're in this vortex, Mm -hmm. and then the audio is really intense. That's what she calls it. She calls it getting into the vortex. Yeah. But like the visual goes along with the verbal. Oh. Yeah, I've seen videos where it looked like it was kind of like a background of a vortex and then like words were coming up. And I mean, there's a million That's of these videos That's what I'm seeing posted. right now. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I just saw words. <laughs> In a vortex, my whole face is a vortex and then my eyes are just words coming up. <laughs> hey, Alana, cool new face. I love it. Oh my gosh. So, okay, so Abraham Hicks. Mm, that would be interesting if in the future we are captioned. Wouldn't that be great? I feel like something be able like to that talk will happen. To more. Because with Google Glasses, you'll be able to... Yeah, and if you're deaf, then... I'll, or different language. Uh-huh. Oh. We yeah. might be on to something. Should we edit this should out and pitch do it? something? <laughs> I think I we should. I would just do anything. <laughs> I think caption glasses. Caption This I. sounds like something I need to know spelling for. To get up and running. Oh, yeah. Okay. You need to know the spelling for it? Just in general, to know more spelling, to get this caption oh, business up Oh, to know more running. spelling. <laughs> yeah, I just need to know Like, more. how are we going to spell it? Like, K, like, <laughs> we get also the Kardashians need a, And we also involved. need a fun way to spell it. <laughs> I was actually saying both things. <laughs> I, I, caption. Yeah, right? There you go. We'll have, like, a thing. So, oh, so I did the workshop. I did the Abraham Hicks video workshop. And after I did that, part of what she talks about in the workshop is she says, do something that makes you happy and you become kind of like a tuning fork for more positive things to come your way. Okay. Because anytime I'm in a bad mood, I go, but I could just flip this and see it in a completely different way. Oh God, it's so easy to say that and, but to practice it feels impossible in the moment. I'm trying to do that right now. Yeah. I did it today. I had a moment where I, and we were talking about this, how I'm, how I'm messy. I can't get it together. I was like, just pretend I've been doing this thing that's kind of crazy where I pretend I'm someone else while I'm cleaning. An organized friend, be happy about it, turn on music. Yeah, not make, like, it, make a day of it. 
sounds very silent the little lambs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be like Cut crazy, somebody. but just borrow a little bit of someone else's thinking to get through it. Because yeah. I tend to get mired in the, um, the murk of it, of mm-hmm. like, I can't believe my apartment's messy again. I have so much to do. I need to figure out how I'm going to do all this. It's just like this, uh, I'm like a baby staring up at a mobile of stress. But Lizzie, did you ever think that maybe you have so much to figure out because you're letting everybody else dictate your life? The brakes just screeched. <laughs> well, you had a sound effect. But I don't know how to well, do that. <laughs> tell me what you mean by that. Okay, so this is what I mean. Because you've said a few times... Figure stuff out, like need to figure stuff out, right? Mm. But you do this podcast where everybody else figures it out for you. So it like, it le- oh, do you understand I what see, I'm saying? So I'm like, sure. it's this idea that it's like you're busy running around trying to do all these things and it just, the to-do list of personal things for you is piling up. Uh-huh. So it's like, it... That's interesting. I don't know, because it sounds like this podcast is really as entertaining as it is taxing as well. It's like a lot, like three hard phone calls you don't want. I know they chose the other route, but three hard phone calls you don't want to make, that's like going to give me anxiety. That's going to give me a panic attack. Well, that's kind of the point is to do things I normally wouldn't and to take big actions every week. Okay, but but that isn't always the most protected thing to do. And I'm not saying we have to be protected all the time, but it's like there also needs to be like something to fall back on, a stability to fall back on. I appreciate you realizing the the weight of that because while it was driving, one phone call ended up happening anyway. (gasps) Which was very weird because Nick Vaderot was my guest on that episode. Oh, I love Nick. So funny. It Love was him it. and Mike Ryder. I get him on this podcast. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the best. He's the best. He's like a good person. Old Chicago well. pal, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's the best. I am really dipping into Chicago right now. Oh, you gotta. I, I mean, I it's feel like be- I've the had Midwest. all these yeah. Chicago relationships blooming. Yeah. They're ripe for the picking. I, I got in there a couple years and I did enough damage to come out with some pals. Ah. <laughs> That's how you make friends. You You're like in this tattoo, you pull it up. It's a Cubs tattoo. Oh, <laughs> I do have a matching tattoo with one friend from Chicago that says "Yikes!" Really? Yes. Oh my gosh, matching. That's so cool. What is it relating to? Uh, a show we once did called "Yikes." It's I mean, it's like, kind of it's a joke about your podcast. It's about your podcast. We listened to it once. We got these a week ago. We listened to it once, and we went "Yikes!" and we got tattoos. We we're like, we gotta sort this out because she's not going to. But truly, what you're saying about it piling up. Oh, so Nick Vaderot said, I vote for miracles, but I hope that one of them is that you can like reconcile these relationships. I feel like if you do comedy for long enough, there are going to be things where you're like, oh, I don't really match up with that person or something happened. Mm-hmm. Or it's hard to go through all of this just like, you know, there are some people where I'm like, they get along with everybody and, but do they? Yeah. And, when you're when you should speak up, when you should let things slide, there's a lot to be decided. It feels like yeah, I'm really into outgrowing people lately. I think mm. that's fun and trying to just uh, tell me about that because Aaron Weaver who I was with this oh. weekend, another lovely Chicago comedian, said, "Well, maybe you guys just are no longer on the same vibration." Yeah, I think you can just outgrow people, and it's a good thing because it means you're growing. 
I think it's a hard thing to talk about. I think it's a really hard thing to talk about because one, it makes somebody feel like they're being left behind and two, it makes them feel like they haven't grown. But that's not the case. The whole point is that it has nothing to do with them and everything to do with you and your personal growth. Hence, L growing. So each person you meet in your life, you meet at a certain point and you're always going to associate that time with them. So we've been friends since high school or we were college roommates. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you and me, we've been friends since high school and we were college roommates for that one year I went. Because I kept failing (laughs) decade after decade. Yeah, waiting for me to show up and save you. So after I did that, let's I rolled in here on a tennis ball walker. <laughs> you guys better watch yourself. <laughs> Cooperman's in the house. Uh, but yeah, so the whole point is that you meet them at that time, mm. and that's when your time with them starts. Right. So you'll always be thinking back. Yeah, and I just wanted to, to know them. what happened. You know, right. like, and so anyway, it was. A, but then, so I did the Esther Hicks workshop, yeah. and she's like, you, you should be a tuning fork and actually find. And I've heard that before, like, if you're happy, if you're joyful, you'll attract joyful things and all yeah. of that. Like, we all watch The Secret. We all I, I never closed saw our it. eyes. You never closed your eyes around the hands of an invisible sports car. <laughs> nope. She's like, now close your eyes and start the sports car. That is wild. And you've never, have you ever seen What the Bleep Do We Know? No. That one's crazy, actually. I've seen nothing. I don't watch anything. I do. I watch so much TV, but... Nothing that's going to change. So what my are your life. main? When you talk about self esteem, what are your main reference points? Like, what do, what what do you think self esteem is? Yeah. So to me, self esteem is how I feel about myself in association with like the amount of I the amount I love myself and the amount of confidence I have in myself. So it's kind of like because mm. you can love yourself but maybe not feel so confident. So it's like I can love myself and be like I'm a good person, I'm a caring person, but oh maybe I don't feel confident because I gained 10 pounds or something like superficial like that. It can really disrupt it, which is why I like to ask people their check-in and then ask like for example, you said a 7. Curious to know why it's a 7 and now I'm hearing these clashing Uh And I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Cause there's like, you're doing all these fun, wonderful, amazing things that are really cool. But at the same time, it's like, it's a lot of moving parts. Uh So it's like, I'm hearing the need for structure and stability. And it's like in my life, and a husband, and I'm hearing the need for a husband. And you said that so clearly you went, I'm a seven and I'll only be a 10, three points to a man. Give me a husband and then I'll be a 10. Everybody knows one man equals three points. Everybody knows that. But anyways, so Mm. uh, right now the thing I'm focusing on with my self-esteem and what's been dictating my numbers, um, I would say is the self-love, the the feeling deserving of things. Like joy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To be like... You do. You should have this just because you haven't accomplished this or done that or whatever. You should have this. Still, you you deserve to have this. Now, do you have Good true feeling. moments of elation throughout the day where you're like, "Yes, my life is amazing." Do you have that? Yeah. Uh huh. Some not elation, but I definitely have. Like, you don't really walk. Like you don't walk house. blindly through the streets <laughs> no. in a bathrobe, crying with tears of joy <laughs> spilling. Down. No, I don't have the robe. <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna manifest it. I'm gonna manifest a robe, and the string comes with it. Uh, Let me think here. Yeah, like I really like my house, and Uh, for the most part, my dog thinks. So when I walk in, I get really. I'm like, oh, this rules. I, I for the first time ever, I really like where I live. So 
Yeah, that would be one small thing. But that's okay. an effort to practice that kind of gratitude. Like, I wouldn't even know. I, mean, I don't even know if it's 100% joy because mm. it does come with complications. But I would say it's gratitude where I'm like, I'm grateful I have a place that I really like, that I Yes, live in. it's so pretty. I love that you're into jewel tones. Thanks. I really like... Um, color because mm-hmm. why not it just okay so this is okay so this why is not tell me because why not because it's a it gives me this false sense of joy brightness mm-hmm. and this room's really bright that we're sitting in right now with the natural light when it comes through so it's like it makes me feel joyful so I kind of c- try to create those moments that aren't naturally coming so that like I set myself up for success to feel as good as possible even if I'm not so like I might be sitting on this couch here journaling, but then I'm like, well, at least this wall's a fun blue. <laughs> so right, I'm like, well, right. at least there's one good thing going my way. Uh-huh. That's why. That's I will why say I in color. terms of the tuning fork, Esther Hicks, which she was talking about, yep. I do morning pages and I've been doing them forever. I did the artist's way. Okay. I write three pages stream of consciousness every morning. I journal every morning too. Okay. No, that... I didn't do the artist's way, but I just journal every morning. It, it's it aligns you and it doesn't have to be yesterday I went to yeah. but yours is about where you're at mine's just whatever yeah, comes out same. sometimes I'll be like oh I gotta do this today other times I'll be like I've been feeling this other times I'll just be asking mm-hmm. questions like and it is isn't it interesting how things just come to you it, it almost awakens like a psychic this sense. is why I um throw all mine out when I'm done okay that's fascinating to me why I'm talking about my podcast a lot because it's my the only thing going on in my life. <laughs> I, know, I know how you feel. Is my volunteer podcast <laughs> created by a volunteer comedian? As we were talking about before this, I was we telling Alana, about- I go, I'm going to start telling people I'm a volunteer comedian. But that's so funny. That right there is going to get you booked on more shows. <laughs> volunteer. I wear a visor. I'm like, guys, I brought canola bars. I'm all here to volunteer. <laughs> People we're, would be so happy if you handed out good old parts. We're tube socks, guys. I just want to help out the community here as a volunteer. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay I, go I actually should do that. Okay, I, I'm glad we flashed it out a little. I'm just here volunteer. Oh my god, it's just so many things that I. Anyway, my volunteer podcast. Your volunteer podcast. We are getting ads. There will be ads. She's Manifesting snapping. me undies. I'm manifesting ads. I'm manifesting a toothbrush company. One of the things was journal purge or lotto splurge. I was either going to go splurge on a bunch of lottery tickets or throw away all my journals, which I've had since I was in second grade. And they're <gasps> – my apartment is notebooks. That That's an issue for me. Oh, you got to get rid of those. You got to keep some. You got to sift through and take the pages and formulate new ones. I need – I had a storage unit and I was – so happy and then I was like this is a lot of money to just keep paper yeah so then you just moved it all into your apartment yeah (laughs) Lizzie let me be the first to tell you paper doesn't stay forever you gotta let it go yeah but there's a lot in there digitize it I was a okay will you do it for me well you know what's so funny will you do it for me wait a second you didn't even attempt to do Here's it by thing. yourself. Will you do it for me? Uh, <laughs> you didn't even try. I've considered it. I have considered okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I should digitize it. 
Yeah, I'm I, can't, I can't wait to digitize 500 journals. But, but here's the problem. It's like you can make a project of it, sift through it, and just write out the little parts that jump out at you. But like if you keep them and you spill water, they're ruined. They're gone. So why keep them for all those years and they're just going to be gone anyways from an, a silly liquid-based accident? like from a car accident that you're going to get into this. The problem, <laughs> the problem with your journals is that you keep them in your car and you drive around with them, not realizing there's reckless drivers on the road <laughs> that could I crash drive. into those. Do you know what? I did have a bin of journals in my car until like a month ago. I was like, I just can't carry this last. And then I did a thing last weekend. Oh, my God. Before I went to Nevada City... <laughs> Leave. You had a bit of journals in your car, Lena. You you've opened the door to a world. Oh, this is amazing. Keep going. I, I'm on board. I can't. I the re, part of the reason that it's like I know these are extreme things to do every week, like the three calls, the burning the journals. I need to push myself. I yeah. need so I need the high dive right now in my life. And last week I was like, I am going to clean my car out because I just accumulate. I accumulate. I actually invented something that I really want to get made. For the second time. Aside from Caption Eye. Yeah. <laughs> For the second time. We on really, this podcast, you've invented something. We, this, this I actually thought of before. It's called Carbage. And it's a garbage can that you put over the passenger seat of a car. And then you open it and throw things away in the back. Because otherwise your car just gets full of things throughout the day. This was Hold more on. true when you used to have a, to drive to auditions at South Bundy. <laughs> a garbage can in a car? Attached? Yeah. It's called garbage. So wait. So it's so that you just, when you throw it over your shoulder, it goes into the can because it's hanging off the back of the headrest. So if someone's sitting there, you're telling me there's garbage at the like a basketball hoop. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you do a How layup. How is it supposed to sound? <laughs> I don't understand this classy your? invention of yours. <laughs> I'm hooked onto the back of the passenger seat, almost like a backpack. Yes. Toss it in there. <laughs> Toss it in. I hear what you're deal saying. Deal with it later. You know what? I love the deal with it later. And I think that should be your slogan. Garbage. Deal with it later. <laughs> this is like this goes against your moral fiber. This goes against this everything. Is, yeah. I don't have a shred of anything in my car. And I never have. And I never will. Not even a person. You don't have a thing of lip gloss in there? No. Why? How do you... Say you're going somewhere and you're like, I want to bring certain makeup. Where do you put it? My purse. You don't have floating mascaras? No. That will overheat in the car and melt and then it won't be good anyways. My car gets hot. There's no tint. Right now I'm thinking about three mascaras just rotting. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, those are, those are no longer good. <laughs> Am I like going to ruin your life? <laughs> no, but we are opposites. We're opposites, but I think that's why mm-hmm. I'm so into you. Likewise. I, I've talked about it with Norm. I was like, you're, you're such a... People often say I'm like a spitball of energy that bursts in, and I find you to be that for me. You're, you're very captivating, and I, I just love your energy. And it, it takes a lot I for someone... I like this to go me It too. takes a lot for someone yeah. to spark me, like because usually I'm doing that. I'm the one that's right. coming in and I'm running my own show You needed here. an alien. Exactly. You needed an alien. An alias. <laughs> an alias. Oh, my God. Do you know Nick Flanagan from Canada? Yeah, of course. He posted, I guess, so his dad was a poet. Okay. And he posted a 
Nick posted a poem of his that his dad had saved. And it said something like, if I were a knight, I would be bright. If I were a UFO, I would go slow. And I was like, it's so beautiful. If I were a UFO, I would go slow. I thought that was so beautiful for like a kid to think like, I would want to go slowly, take it all in, drink it all in. (laughs) But that's what I am right now. I'm a UFO going slow. Wow. I love that. (laughs) Good on Mm. Nick. Yeah, it was really sweet. I really like that, though. Yeah. UFO going slow, yeah. Mm. Little out there, right. doing it your way, <laughs> but taking it in, taking yes. stock. Yes. I think, but that is what you're doing. You're very, listen, you're very self-aware. You're very self-aware to, to, to know that we're opposite, even though mm. we come in with a, a lot of the same energy. But it's like, you you know what's up with you. We have some things in common. We have some things in common. We, but we both have glasses. Off. We have glasses. <laughs> we both are wearing kind of rose, yes. dusty rose colors today. I guess we kind of have almost everything in common. Yeah, we probably do. Based on the list I just gave. Yeah. <laughs> we oh probably God. do. Now, were your parents clean people organized? Yes. Okay. But yes, we did. I, I mean, my siblings and I cleaned. I, mm. I don't, I mean, I don't know what kind of operation they were running, but yeah, we cleaned. So we had to keep everything clean and everything had like a space and somewhere. Oh my gosh. Every toy had to be put away. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine was chaos. I smoked when I was little. I kept empty cigarette boxes in my desk drawer. <laughs> Wait. Not when I was little, but when I was like 14, 15. Wait, why did you keep them? I just didn't throw them away. Like, I just wasn't like, when you're finished with something, even an illegally purchased empty pack of cigarettes, put it in a garbage can. I think also I was like, well, I can't put it in my kitchen garbage can because then someone will see it. Yeah, but you didn't think anyone was going to see it piling up in the desk. (laughs) Like, I'm a kid looking for a compass or a pencil sharpener, and I'm like, all I have is empty packs of Marlboro Lights in here. Oh, my God. Yeah. I kind of got into smoking at that age. I didn't even like it. Isn't that interesting? It was just... It was why It was kind of I know. It's so fun to be bad. Oh, you guys got to see this reenactment. She looks cool as hell, baby. Sometimes I have to mime it so I don't want it. Do you, when did you quit smoking? As an adult. So my mom died from it. Oh my God. She, my mom got COPD. Are you aware of that? I don't. And, or, no, um, I'm sorry. I'm well, I would have expected you would have researched it before having me. <laughs> <laughs> you had to research I'm everybody. So I'm sorry. The cause of death of every parent of every guest. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. That's on me. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> That's on me. Do you even know what it stands for? <laughs> Don't. Please tell me. Like people who expect you to know every part of their I issue know. and problem. Oh my God. Why? Leave it be. Exhausting. Please. Exhausting. I'm here now though. I'm it's begging. a smoking related. So my mom was on oxygen and stuff. Okay. And, and when I was in my 30s and I went and visited my mom in the hospital, I was like, oh, I can't smoke on the way to the hospital. Right. But I kind of dipped in and out of smoking until then. But, you know, from when I was in high school till then. But... I quit, and but the other night, someone had one, and I was like, I'm going to have one. And it didn't make me want another one. I just thought, I can't be such an extremist about everything or I'll break. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes if I'm, you know, 
much respect to everyone in the program. I'm like, you can't do AA because it doesn't work. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hear you loud and Just clear. Just tons of people relapsing after this episode, <laughs> which doesn't bend breaks. Yes, Ani DeFranco. We got you. We got you. <laughs> But I was just thinking, I don't need to be so rigid about it now. I'm not in a phase where I'm like, I want to become a smoker again. And it was like fun and kind of enjoyable to be like, oh, yeah, this is what it was like. And then be done. I think it's different for everybody for Mm. what somebody needs to kick something. Right. You know what I mean? It depends on how deep in you are and Mm -hmm. what it means to you, why you're doing it. You know, like some people can just cold turkey, no problem. Be like, okay, I guess I'm not doing this anymore. And then that's it. And you're like, what? And it's like so easy. For some people, quitting, not just substances, but anything. Like, I tried to not buy chips for a week. Oh, my God. They're in the house right now. You better believe it. All right. Do you know what's crazy? So this week on the show, it's called um, Final Sweet or Gloves for Feet. I'm either going to start wearing those shoe gloves on stage and try to see if it becomes a trend, like if I can get it popular, the athletic... Yeah, I know exactly okay, okay. what you're I'm talking about. I'm going to get about. into those because I think that they're the next croc. And I want to be on the forefront. You no. Know, <laughs> listen, Lizzie, I think you've got a lot of great ideas. Okay, and okay. I think you're a good person. But <gasps> you are out to lunch <laughs> if you think toe shoes are next. Oh, they are. They tried. It didn't work. Mark my words. No, they didn't try hard enough. No, Lizzie, they tried. (laughs) No, no, no. I don't want to hear that. They didn't try hard enough. (laughs) They tried. They tried to do it with the socks too, and those didn't take. They tried it with Crocs, and it failed once, and now it's popular. Then the next amalgamation. No, the first time Crocs came out, it didn't fail. Well, for gardeners. Nurses wore them. Okay, yeah. Well, in that respect, and so rock climbers and people who wanted to be close to the earth <laughs> wore the toe shoes. Now we're reaching a point where it's got to come back because it's ugly and it's comfortable, and that's the thing. That's so the that's, trend, so that's ugly, one of the options, but I think it's losing right now. So the other option okay, is called the other? Final Sweet, which is cut out sugar until my birthday. When's your birthday? August 19th. And then attempt to make a baked Alaska, which is the most complicated dessert. Have you ever had that? Do you know what a baked Alaska is? No. I Google. The, the only reason it came into my consciousness is a comedian was like, it's my birthday, baked Alaska. And they brought it out. And I was like, what is that? If only I had made one to bring to you tonight. What In my mind, it? I was like, I'll make something to bring to Alana's. I always have fantasies about like, Myself doing things that would only happen in a completely different. Oh my god, that's life. I don't cook. Okay. I, I'm always like, yeah. What do you want me to bring? As if I'm capable of bringing anything without <laughs> Norm assembling it for me in terms of food. Otherwise, I'm the purchaser. I'm like, I can go buy. I'm, that's right. why I'm always like, I'll bring a beverage. So easy. Right, right, right. Nobody's saying, "Where's your handmade juice?" Right. Where's your handmade? Where's my baked Alaska that I would have brought? Just- <laughs> okay, so wait, what's in it? What I'll is tell it? You. Uh, so it looks like a half severe. So it's a ice cream okay like a mound of ice cream over that is a cake baked over that so you have to kind of like flip it into this bowl where you've laid out strips of cake you plant the ice cream on top of it put that in the freezer then you flip that over so it's an ice cream covered with cake then covered with meringue and torched I looked up a picture of it. So, whoa! Oh my god, you have to do this. 
when you see the photo of what it looks like, you you have to come over. That's the thing. So I'm leaving town on the 20th. I think they're going to vote for this. August 19th, I'm going to try to make one and people can come I would Tuesday. love to come over. You have to do this. Oh, I really hope that's what they pick. The cutting out the sugar, listen, that's going to suck, but this sounds crazy. I need to cut it out because when I was driving home, I had a six and a half hour drive. I ate three granola bars. And when I got home, I was like, I feel like a film of sugar on me. Because was it like chocolate chip type granola bars? It was peanut sugar? butter Nature Valley, but it still had like a, I just, I just have been thinking because I wasn't. That has a sh- like a film on it almost of the peanut butter it and does. sugar. Do you know what's so funny? And I want to write a sketch about this. Don't steal it. Himalayan salt lamps, I think are bullshit. I have oh, yeah. one and I've always been like, what does this really do? And do I even like it? Well, I did some research on Himalayan salt lamps. They're actually covered in gel. So any properties that you're like, oh, but the salt sucks up the toxins. It's sealed with a layer, another layer over it. So... I didn't mean to rant about salt lamps. Wait, I don't understand. And that's my sketch. I'm just kidding. Yeah, wait. Your sketch is just exposing Emily's salt lamps. Yes. It's just a whistleblower sketch. That is it. (laughs) I'm actually writing it right now. I think you should. It really pisses me off that everyone's like, these lamps. No, not these lamps. My siblings, some of them have it and my mom has it. I'm about to ruin their lives. I don't want it. I don't need it. I can't see anything with this lamp. Whistleblower. <laughs> That's I what am. you are. I'm a whistleblower for that. And now I realized with the baked Alaska, because I kept going, where can I find this in a restaurant? They only serve like a deconstructed version, which is like, no, that's just cake and ice cream. Yeah. You need the sculptural the meringue, element. Yeah. Yes, with the meringue. So... When will we find out if you're going to do this? Tomorrow morning. So this might be... So this will already air because this will, this is yes. coming out in a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I might be sugar-free. And I'm excited for that. I also, during the pandemic, and this is maybe plays into self-esteem if we need to keep it on topic. <laughs> I have never been a sugar person. I lived alone. Suddenly I was like, I've never made brownies before. And I would make them and eat the pan. Just endless yeah, me too. consumption of deep depression. Like yeah. I I had to leave LA and go to New Mexico during the pandemic cuz I was depressed. Yeah, it got bad. It got bad here cuz this place is already so lonely and then to truly be alone in it. Uh, LA, you mean? LA, yeah, yeah LA. It is. It it's is. all it already felt that way when we had access to everyone and everything. Right. And it already felt that way. And then to feel trapped away where you're like, oh my God, now I've now there's really nothing. Right. It's a lot. I know a lot of friends that left. A lot of friends went back to Canada thinking it would be better. It was not. Oh, they went back to Canada. That's right. A lot of people did. Well, nowhere ended up being better. It was just if you wanted to be with your family right. or not. Right. I will say going to New Mexico, I was like, I think I needed to do this. You, you've been here a long time. We've been here a long time. I can't. Gotta I've been, stretch your legs. Gotta get out. Well, that's part of my self-esteem right now, too. Yeah. Is like, what am I doing here? Do I need, Is there a need? Because I get things here and there, and that's great. I haven't had a writing job since before the pandemic, like a long-term mm-hmm. one. And that was usually what I did for a living. Yeah. And now it just feels like there's no... There's not a lot... 
my fear too in talking about this is that I'm saying it and I'm manifesting it. I am so happy right now. <laughs> Everything is coming my no, way. There's a way. I'm thrilled. To it feels like right. there's not a lot. It's that's like when we, I say that's that, what I feel feels like when I say that I feel. Aaron Weaver, who I was with this weekend, said, when you start to have emotions that are uncomfortable, see where it is in your body. And just now when I said that, I feel like someone took a pineapple corer and like went into my clavicle bone. Like, like I feel it right in my like upper, between neck and upper chest. When I say something like that, that, that speaks to lack or it's not going to work. I feel it really intensely and I need to just pay attention to that feeling I think and just Mm -hmm. acknowledge the way it feels to say that because it's not my belief no but sometimes I get what Aaron's I I like what Aaron's saying Mm -hmm. of tune into where it is sitting with you and I'm all about positive talk to try to manifest things but what about needing to get something off your chest sometimes you need to like say it to get rid of it to release it so you go, oh, great, this isn't mine anymore. It's not stuck in me anymore. I guess Good it, luck, world. Here it is. It is interesting, though, because there's a vibration you carry when you're in that desperate wolf mode where you're like, I'll do any job. I'll do, you know, like, yeah. and I feel like it's not the best thing to take out into the world. And not just for the way other people perceive you, but for yourself. So I'm trying to do this, like, Esther Hicks thing where I go doing things that just make me so happy. Yeah. So I came home from that trip and I've had in the back of my mind, I need to be drawing right now. I love drawing. Mm -hmm. I like to do portraits and like chalk pastel stuff. Yeah. Something I just do on my own, but I have not done it in months. Yeah. So I came home. I have this little toy bird named Patrizio. (laughs) (laughs) He talks. He He has a button where he can repeat what you say and stuff. So I was like, I'm just going to sit here. I just basically drew everything just sitting in front of me on my table. Yeah. I felt changed by that. It was transformative. Like I wasn't thinking about, you know, how am I going to, you know, I just, I don't care to be, to impress anyone. Right. And I think that's part of it is like, I've lived here for so long that sometimes even, Oh, you're going to be doing this thing or this show or be on it. I just feel like, uh uh-huh. Like, (laughs) yeah, I need to be inspired creatively. I need it to be about the process. And that's where I'm trying to get back to that right now because the product stuff is not fun for me. No job's perfect. Right. And, I agree. It's you got to start finding that joy. I'm Mm -hmm. in the exact same position as you where I'm like, there's a lot of negative self-talk in this journaling that I'm doing, Mm. trying to get it like out of me so I don't say it to other people. So I'm like saying it out loud to myself, but in a journal. Does that make sense? It is so wild because we all have so many different colors to us and emotions. And it's like, I I I like the law of attraction stuff and sometimes I don't because there should be room to say the dark thing. I know, I know. I know. And we're kind of And it told, bums me out. Especially in this city to go, 
no, I'm doing great and everything's fine and to kind of arrive at things as though but you're... But do you know, do you know why, why I think that happens? Because I don't think we can handle hearing the negativity from somebody because we're already all so broken and beat down. So to take on somebody else's problems is daunting and not everybody can just listen. It's like when you hear a friend of your suffering and you understand because you're going through it yourself, you're like, it, it pains me to not be able to help you. So I don't even know if I can hear you. I think it's a lot. That is the most empathetic thing, I've, response to that that I've heard. I think it is because everyone is kind of effed in some way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Or it's, feels, it's just, yeah. Yeah, you can't. I I do this bit in the um, the Johnson & Weld show or whatever in my part of it on this date that I go on, this like improvised date with um, an audience member and one of the questions I like to ask is do you have any do you have any enemies and are you willing to take on mine as your own (laughs) because it's like I think that's funny because you're like will you take on my problems are you gonna take on my my enemies are you gonna take on my problems you know what I mean so it's like yeah I mean it's a joke it always gets a funny yeah that's they're always like do I have any enemies (laughs) I mean I'm you know yeah yeah but I ask it because it is funny to me that I'm like, that is what you're doing when you're like dating somebody or even in friendships. Sometimes you're like, are you going to take this on? And I think that's mm. why we have to divide up friendships where you're like, I talk to this person about dating and I talk to this person about work and I talk to this person about this because I think it's too much to take on all of it. Aha. Uh-huh. And I think right now you're in all of it and I'm in all of it. I think we're just in all of what it. What if we just stared at each other and a fire erupted? <laughs> I'd be pretty upset if all of a sudden there's a fire in my nice blue room. Oh, yeah, yeah, this gorgeous blue room. I just, I'm like, it's, yeah. You're sick of the blue That's... room. You want to burn this place No, I you love... You hate it here. I actually love the blue room. And I love the floral baskets. You can't see the floral baskets. Oh, thanks. I, attention to detail, I really search for those. They're so pretty and peaceful. There's something, like, childlike about it. Like, youthful. I mean, yeah, there not is. Not childlike. No, no, no. That's... This is a place where I keep kids. I notice you use a porta potty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is where I keep... This is where I keep all the kids I, I know. <laughs> they love it here. <laughs> what do you think is the... Like, what do you think... So, here's the other side of it. Right before the pandemic, I was super happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. And so, so I've been there before, so you know. I've been there before where I'm like, I love my life. I feel great. I loved my job. I was like booking stuff that I want, you know, was excited about. Yeah. And I feel like it's just been putting it back together. And that's, I think I'm not factoring that in enough. Mm-hmm. Like things are started up, but it's not over. I mean, I think we're... we're years in away like for things to come back to the flow that we once had I think it's like years away the flow of it I'm not saying jobs can't come I'm not saying things can't come but I mean the flow where your Monday to Friday was pop 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 in you had all the things and then on the weekend and it was all the things and it's like you know just the way productions are working now alone of things having to be shut down because of COVID it's like the flow of everything is disrupted for me, I'm trying to be realistic. I'm not saying I can't get a job tomorrow that could potentially change my life. I'm not saying that. But what if I, I offered you one at the end of this podcast, <laughs> it's 
to be to be on the podcast to be on your podcast oh, is the yeah. job that changes my life the volunteer position <laughs> the volunteer position have i got a volunteer opportunity for you <laughs> the bottom line is i can't afford to do your podcast <laughs> i must take a job <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> Should I get a job? What do you think? Should I become a businesswoman? That is so funny because as I was looking at you, I was thinking, I wonder if someone said, and I, I say this not because I think you, you should do this, by the way. Okay. But if someone said, Alana, I got you the most amazing job making you know six figures, being an interior decorator, and you start tomorrow, and you'll know how to do it. You'll get trained or whatever. We'll show you the ropes. Would you do it? Interior decorating. Here's the thing. I love interior decorating. That's why I, I was said good, that. And if I was good at it, so I could have like, so Wait, I could be I'm really successful. Around. We're talking about but it. But I mean, six figures good? Yeah. Hmm, would I do it? Fuck it. Why not? I can always do comedy again. Sure. Why wouldn't I do it? Who cares? Who cares? I know. What if I ended up really loving it? And I was like, oh my God. I know. It was this all along. I've worked enough side jobs and it always, you know, as of now, any of those side jobs could have led to bigger jobs, but as of now, everything led me back to comedy. So I would say yes to it because if it's supposed to be comedy I'm doing, I'll find my way back. I always do. Mm -hmm. What about you? Wait, I love how you just said that. What? That was very, I don't know if it was Francis McDormand. (laughs) I'll find my way back. I always do. (laughs) This picture you. And like a parka. <laughs> well, what can I say? I'm I'm on one today. <laughs> Man, we are in it. We're in it. We're in it. So because I've been thinking, okay, well, what if I've applied for random jobs on Glassdoor and stuff? And oh, part yeah. of it is so I got a job as a tour guide for the TV show This Is Us. Okay. And that was one of the options on my show. Like, should I accept this job? So I already have that, like, coming up. I'm going to be, I say, like, it's, I'm looking at you like I know, like, some crazy thing that happened in the Pentagon or something. Yeah. I've never, I've only seen the first episode. Okay. I mean, it's an insane show. Yeah. I, I am actually, like, is she listening to me talk about her? I know that woman who hired me. <laughs> So, but but I've been applying for random jobs on Glassdoor, just going. Yeah, I wonder if they would hire me at this solar sale, pa- solar panel sales position. Yeah. So far, no, the answer is no. I have no skills. I tried to get a like uh, in the past. I've yeah, tried to put me. together a resume, and I I literally have like no skills. I have no skills. I once got a job as a personal assistant and submitted an acting resume to get it because I had no... And he messaged me and he goes, did you just submit an acting resume for this job? I went, yes, I did. It's all I have. Personal assistant. And he hired me. That's the hardest job. Oh, it was terrible. Well, I was kind of like an entertainment escort. Um, Like kind of paid to show people a good time. I didn't have sex with anybody. No, it wasn't sex, but it was like clients. Like just show people a good time. Take them out, wine them and dine them. Really? really charming. Yeah, and I was good at it. I bet you were. Wait, but my boss wanted to fuck me. He offered (gasps) me. Yeah, he offered me. Oh my God, what was it? 
78 or 80 something like eighty thousand dollars and i would only work 12 to 6 monday to friday i barely even came in i was recording a cartoon at the time the one with emily maya mills that disney one okay so i would just go to the studio and do that no problem and um yeah he offered me that to stay and i was like oh this is bad this oh my is god what people in this position make so i left because he gave you too much money he wanted more right right yeah I'm like, no, he didn't. He no, wasn't he worth, I believe you. He wasn't worth 80000 800000 Oh, my well, God. now ah. we're riding. That is wild. So you would meet up with people. Like, what kind of clients? It was for um, a music company. So you'd show up wearing headphones? Like your yeah, I would show headphones. up in the headphones. Ah, what's up, guys? Hey, guys, just listening to music for the company. Anyways, what's everybody want for Din Din? How about some food? That's so cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was that you were able to. I mean, like that you did a job that was outside of your, but that's inside your. But it was still inside. Like that's what I mean. Is I was like I was bad at the office stuff, but I was really good at this stuff, which is just entertainment. I love working retail. Oh, I love charming. I love charming. I love really trying to talk to somebody and genuinely help them. It never works. That's why I'm not good in retail. I tried. It's hard. (laughs) Why do you like it? I worked for Diane von Furstenberg or at her store, like DVF. Oh, yeah, yeah. So of course, this was one of her tops. You do? I do. I, I need to see which one. Cause I might, I, I'm, I've like her blood now in my blood because I oh, worked yeah. there for a while. I'll show you. I'm, that's saying like a lot for me. I'm like, I have her blood in my blood. But like, I just have that like, I have so many memories and connections to DVF. Yeah. Um, but I loved figuring out what would actually be best for someone. And I have to say, I'm pretty good with women's bodies and okay. understanding how clothing will fit on certain bodies. Which yeah. I wear. Well, I don't know. I need to like take a look at it. You've, you've had a whole lot You're very leggy. You're leggy. You think I'm You're a leggy? legs person. Yeah. You're a mini skirt person or an A-line dress. Yeah. I definitely yeah. don't like long. It doesn't suit me. Yeah. Too You're short. an A-line dress above the knee. Yeah, that's what I would put you in. Okay. Maybe something with an interesting collar. I might kind of do something geometric up top. Anything to distract from this face. No, I mean to draw attention. (laughs) No. I'm so upset. I want to change. I'm changing my look. I'm changing up my whole look. Really? I might even do off the shoulder with you. Oh, I love off the shoulder. Yeah, I see that. I can see that. I'm changing my look. I want a whole new me. I want to be a new person. And I want to look like a new person. Yeah, I'm doing it. I don't even care. I'm just fucking doing it. No one can stop me. so funny. It's a little drastic, but I'm doing it. I'm just going to cut my hair off. Really? Yes. When is this happening? July 30th. It all goes down. Really? Yes, I have a hair appointment. People have to try to stop me before then. I love... Okay, so you're going to go short hair. At least to here. But this is how long it is. Okay, I see. I thought you meant like pixie cut. No. Okay, so that's not an all new. You're saying pixie like I'm chopping cut. off my hair. Nobody means pixie cut when they chop off their hair. People mean maybe a really? bomb. So you mean a cool summer look? I want a cool summer look. Okay. Okay. I, I feel like it's going to happen. I'm manifesting it here and now. Okay, let's play a okay, game. Okay, so yeah. Let's each manifest something. Okay, Is I have it- seven things on my list right now, but I need to manifest something else. So I'm going to add something to it. Well, let's manifest something that came to mind in this conversation. 
So, for example, a garbage can. A garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> there is a garbage can on my Amazon wish list, by the way. Um, okay, I would say, based on what we talked about today, I am going to manifest a project that makes me smile. Project. I didn't say job on purpose. I said project. Can't control the job. I can control that the That is making me feel great. This is based on what you've said. This is really, I really feel this. I, when you said that, I felt it into my soul like quicksand for you. Okay. Uh-huh. What about you? <clears throat> I don't even know where to begin. Is that awful? No. I just, when you said that, I was like, move to Lisbon. <laughs> like my friend was- Move to Lisbon. Shifty eyes. I seriously am just like, I need to get out. Yeah. I want to travel. I'm going to manifest. I'm trying to do more traveling with comedy as well. So maybe... A A fruitful tour. A fruitful tour. Okay. Shake on it. Okay. I just knocked the mic. (laughs) Sound goes out. A fruitful tour, a project that makes me happy, that brings me joy. A fruit, a fruitful tour that brings me joy. Okay. okay, okay, Lizzie, we've reached the end of the podcast. You came into this at a seven, which is the norm for you. How are you feeling now after deconstructing, reconstructing, and what have you? I feel that talking about all this, dissecting it, and kind of looking at the pieces, it's like I could go either way. Yeah. I, I could go, ooh, I feel a little worse because now I'm like, it's like you feel better because you vomited, but now you're looking at your vomit. Well, because you're vulnerable. Right. I did vomit, by the way, if, you're little... <laughs> if you missed. In case you guys didn't hear that, we'll put in a sound effect <laughs> and we'll let you know when it came Wait, up. What was the other effect? <laughs> we need the brakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, tell okay. us. Yeah. I'm going to go 7.5. Ooh. I feel a little calmer is why. When we're about to have burgers. I'm so excited. Me too. Tell us about your podcast. Tell us where we can find it. Yes. It's called Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And it comes out on Thursdays. That's, That's when you go to my Instagram stories and vote. And then on Friday, I take action on whatever you voted for. You can listen to it anytime. Truly. You can binge watch it. I just started Severance, by the way. I don't know if oh, yeah. Started that. I started it. So good. Okay. I have a whole thing with that show. Okay, okay. I let's... Just give me the answers in episode one and let's move on. Uh, let's just call it a movie. Give me the answers. <laughs> uh, and Lizzie, tell, okay. us, tell us your handle so that we yes. can... At Lizzie yeah. Cooperman, L-I-Z-Z-Y-C-O-O-P-E-R-M-A-N. And then come see me. When is this coming out? On Tuesday. Tuesday. This Tuesday? Mm-hmm. What day is today? <laughs> Today's the 7th. Okay, so let's fast forward to next week. I'm going to be, I don't even know, at the Elysian on the 18th. Great. And then I think I'm doing a benefit on the 16th. I have a website, lizziecooperman.com. And it'll all be listed there? Yes. 
All right. If you guys want to follow the podcast, we're at Self Esteem Party on Instagram and Twitter. And if you'd like to follow me, I'm at the only Alana Johnston on Instagram and at Alana underscore Johnston on Twitter. And don't forget to check out our Patreon, guys. We're doing the monthly calls. We're threatening to fly people in on a one-way ticket for $1,000 to spend maybe an hour with me. Check it out. There's so many tiers on there. You can do whatever you want. Lizzie, it's been a slice. I want that one. (laughs) Shall we? We shall. Believe in yourself.